Let's feed this fat bitch. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Let's Get Lost podcast. We're back. Sorry about last week. Thursday was a fluke that will happen again, but we'll try to limit it as much as we can. Mm-hmm. Um, just been crazy times, but times are getting going from crazy to good, and I'll have time to do guests again. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yep. So until then, you got to deal with me and Danielle. Me twice a Little week. Little sister. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. How's your good, foot? Good. Um, It's sore today. Because you... I went to work yesterday. Yes, you did. Yeah, I worked from two to seven. Um, first day back in since like probably August 1st, I think something like that. That's because my surgery was August 5th. And yeah, so it was a couple days before that. It was weird. Yeah. It felt like I had never left though. When I got there being in a boot at my job is very inconvenient. Cause just a quick (laughs) reminder, she's a dog wrangler. (laughs) Yeah. I work at a dog kennel. (laughs) She manages and runs a dog kennel. Um, which is very physically involved. Yeah, so we are, our property is many acres. I don't know how many, but so we have huge dog runs. It's not like the it's about forty in town daycares where it's just like a small area. Um, we have giant yards, so you have to be able to walk up and down these yards. Well, for me, recovering from foot surgery in a boot, like I could walk maybe <laughs> five minutes and then I'm done. Like I can't. I have to sit down. Um, so I took the slow Which group. Which is supposed to be resting. Yeah. So it's not like she's just being lazy. She's not supposed to be huffing it. No, technically I probably shouldn't even be at work. My doctor said I could go back to work if I'm able to sit down yeah. mostly. No. Um, so like if I had like a desk job or something. My job is not like that at all. And sitting down is very rare because it we only have very limited computer stuff to do. And once you do it, it takes like, I don't know, 20 minutes, and then you're done. So sitting down is basically impossible. Yeah. So but, why why yeah. did you go back to work? You well, just were you for one Jonesing? I need money. <laughs> like Money's not important. working for a month uh, <laughs> really takes a di- you know dig to the bank account. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And just to people. get back, like I am a manager. You know, I yeah. I feel like I was really distant from there for a while, and I didn't like it because I didn't know what was going on. Nothing. I found out mm. that two of uh, our regular dogs had passed away while I was gone, and I didn't know it. So yeah, coming going back yesterday made me realize that I really did miss like the all aspects of it and everything but like being at home is wonderful that's pretty great you know i get to be home with my dogs and my family and do the stuff that i want to do but when you have a job that you like genuinely love it's you you definitely miss it and you definitely want to go back well and that's the difference between going to work for the money and going to work because you like it exactly and that's so great that you have a job at such a young age that you truly enjoy yeah because they say if you love what you do you won't work a day in your life Mm -hmm. you know and that's bullshit. Because there, no matter how much you love it, work is still work. But oh, yeah. it's there's work. a there's good and bad versions of work. Mm-hmm. Um, so now that you've been back and you've kind of seen what you can and can't do with your mm-hmm. foot, what does that mean with continuing to work? From... I definitely have to take it day by day. Yeah. So I only work <clears throat> from two to seven, just a few hours, and sat a lot of it. But it's just such a different movements and everything than from what I'm used to here. So being there, it really, like, I could just feel, I could feel that I've lost that leg muscle. I can feel the strain on my feet. Like I can feel all of it. The atrophy. So, so when I got home and I took my boot off, I was like, Oh no. Like I, I definitely think I overdid it. Cause usually when I take my boot off, I, like, I don't feel anything. It feels great. Um, to take that thing off, but yeah, it, I had a sharp pain down the side of my was foot. Was it swollen? No, I really? never really had too much swelling during the surgery, which is really nice. Hmm. Um, but it was just achy. It was very achy. Well, because you know the whole reason why we tell you guys to rest is because if you don't, the, <laughs> they went in there to take out your scar tissue, right? If yes. you go out there and you start inflaming your tendons again, start beating up your muscles those scar tissue is going to reform before yep. your muscle finishes healing. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of where you, there's a good and a bad physical therapy is great for a reason, but it starts at zero and mm-hmm. ramps up. You don't just jump into the, you know, the deep end, but it seems yeah. like you probably were smart. about. Oh yeah. So like when work. I went out into group with the dogs, I took a chair with me. I took the slow group. So I had the dogs that 
if I sat down, they would all just sit and lay down with me. It was actually a really great group. I literally sat down and we have this little chihuahua. Her name's Sadie. She's actually a bounce dog. Um, we love bounce. Yeah. She, she is one of the cuddliest little chihuahuas ever. And so I sat down she just curled up in my lap and fell asleep. And then the other dogs just all laid around my chair. And I was like, this is, this is great. This is what I miss for Yay. sure. The love of the dogs for the sure. Pupper love. Yeah. Well, it's absolute. Yeah. But now I'll probably do like one or two half Day, shifts. Half shifts a, a week. week. Yeah. yeah. That's really all I can do for now. But hopefully I have a doctor's appointment um, this upcoming week. It's either this week or next week. I don't remember. But to find out if I can start doing PT and taking I want you off. to do PT so bad. Yeah. But it's it we gotta do it at the right time. I'm real scared to take a step on my foot. Yeah. Like, it's well the first parts of PT will be more range of motion mm-hmm. stuff. And then you'll slowly work into actually walking and and then we're gonna get you to the our ART guy, our Cairo. Yeah. And he's gonna get you all fixed well, up. Well, because during this whole thing, my right side of my body is taking all of the weight and all of the pressure because it's compensating for my left foot. Mm-hmm. And so my right knee is dying. <laughs> like it's dying, I'm pretty oh, sure. Well now because, you're all catawonkous. Yeah, I walk like a penguin. <laughs> <laughs> like my foot, Reagan will laugh at this because she always makes fun of how my feet go out like a duck basically. Toad man. <laughs> um but yeah, so my knee keeps trying to give out on me. I'll be walking and all of a sudden it'll just buckle mm. and I'm about to fall onto the ground. The other day I walked in the room and luckily I was right next to the bed because my knee buckled and I literally fell onto the bed. And Cody was like, what just happened? I was no. like, my knee just gave out. We got to get you back. <laughs> we got to get you back or not back. We need to get you to this guy. Yeah. You are 20 something, 26 years old. But it scares me because I have been terrified of like my back being popped it's one of like a huge fear of mine i don't like it yeah but it's different it's completely different than any type of cracking or popping that you've gotten it's not just somebody coming up behind your back and jumping in the air and popping yeah, that's you know like what, you're that's laying, why i'm afraid of it you're laying down you know he smells nice <laughs> he just whispers sweet nothings into your ear and then kabam <laughs> and it's but it's way less for him about the cracking that's probably the last thing he does he's very big on like bone alignment mm. like getting your body back to its natural state because that's the way it's supposed to be yeah it needs to go it's because you go. are very out of whack and you've been walking with a gimped foot for years anyway. So your steps are all screwed up. Well, let's paint a picture. I'm 26 years old. Gosh. My sciatica flares up all the time. Oh, my sciatic's <laughs> kicking in. Cody, get the hot compress. <laughs> I, yeah, like being a 26-year-old and not being able to go for a walk with my dog mm. or with Cody. like For now. For now. But for now. Just, it's awful. Heartbreaking. Yeah, like to think if someone asked me to go to the gym, I would laugh in their face yeah. right now. I'd be like, ah, uh, what? With what body? This one? <laughs> yeah. You have a spare body I could borrow. <laughs> like I wouldn't be able to move the next day. My whole back, the, just mm. the alignment of everything is in a and, big old spiral. And that's why you got to take care of yourself. Yes. It's, it's all about. It's not worth it. <laughs> um, prevention. Uh. You know, so like Cody's a great example. He takes care of his body mm-hmm. every day. Mm-hmm. And because of that, he's for the most part fine. Yeah. Like, well, that's like the doctor said. If I would have caught, if I would have came in mm-hmm. when it first happened, and I would have got those inserts, it would have completely prevented all normal of life. Yep. But again, that's you know we are stubborn, you know. Yeah. And we don't go to the doctor for stuff that we think we can just shake off, and then we go to the emergency room for a stubbed toe. Well, the thing that for me with doctors is like, if you think something's wrong. Like getting the bad news is what scares me. Yeah. You know, so like I have like these minor little bumps on my legs that probably mean absolutely nothing. But I would be so scared to go to the doctor for them to tell me something bad. Whereas like I would just rather not know. (laughs) Ignorance doesn't make it not real. I know. (laughs) You know, if ah, there's no such thing as Australia like that, just because you believe it doesn't make it true. It's like Emma, though, like taking her to the vet was so scary. But I knew we had to, but I was so, like, I would so much rather just, like, Not if I known. know she's going to die, like, if no matter what the outcome is, she's going to pass away, I would rather not know and just live this life with her and be happy than just sitting here waiting for the day yeah. that she's coming. And I can definitely appreciate <laughs> that, because if you if you know it to be absolutely true, 
then what's the point of confirming it? Right. But as we discovered. Exactly. She's the perfect example. <laughs> she, we went to the doctor and all it was eventually allergy. figured out. It was a food allergy. Yeah, of some sort. We still don't know exactly what, but she's on very expensive medicated dog food now, but she's. Poof. Back to normal. Back to normal. So if we would have not, out of fear of the information, she probably would have died. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, she would have probably bled out yep. or something. Yep. She would have gotten anemic. It would have just been a downhill spiral. We never yeah. would have known why. Yeah. So that's why you go to the doctor. That is. <laughs> you go to the doctor for things that matter. Mm-hmm. You know, like you don't need feet. to be a pro pro chondriac. You know, protractor chondriac. <laughs> um, you don't need to be a hypochondriac. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, there's where you a think uh, you have every yeah sickness. that oh any you know you WebMD your is your homepage <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know I have so that. definitely don't do that if you have a cold you have a cold but listen to your body mm-hmm. if it's telling you hey Mark it hurts when you walk and it's more than a couple days to three or four days mm-hmm. you probably should go because what if you have a little cyst digging in under your kneecap. And if you would go in now, all they got to do is snip, snip, pull it out, and it's fine. Or you go so long, you need a full reconstructive surgery on your knee. Yep. What makes more sense, you know? That's like my foot is literally Like for real. (laughs) Yeah. We got her figured out. And the recovery sucks. So if you have plantar fasciitis and your feet hurt really bad, go to the foot doctor. Go to the doc, man. Because it's unreal. Because I have... Well, real quick, it's either this surgery where they remove the scar tissue or they cut your plantar... And you lose like 40% of the strength and mobility in your foot. You'd never play squash again. (laughs) And you have to wear those inserts all the time. Most of your life. So people like me who love to be barefoot, it's not a thing anymore. But we have an invention. We're figuring out the logistics of it. Oh, yeah. (laughs) We're breaking into the medical, uh, whoops. We're breaking into the medical um, prosthetics field. Yeah, we're going to figure it out. Millionaires. We will be millionaires, man. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. (laughs) It will happen. We're not going to be like Bezos millionaires, but we're going to just be that. Oh, Uncle Bob millionaire. Ah. Oh, well, whatever. Who is this Uncle Bob? Someone's uncle. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm sure he's a a millionaire. (laughs) Um, (coughs) So what else is going on? Real quick check-in for Crazy Mark. Um, I had a counseling session yesterday, and it was great. Um, we'll, we'll shed it a little single tear, um, because we started talking in some real stuff and she totally gets me. That's good. Um, I'm glad you found the right person. Me too. She cusses more than I do and I dig it. (laughs) I think she's amping that up because she's feeding off of my energy, but that's fine. Yeah. That's, that's fine. You have someone that wants to relate or like get on the same level as the person she's trying to help. There's nothing wrong with, so the bad version of that, it's called, um, Shift switching. It's not called shift switching. Code code switching, I think it's called. Oh. But PC, like it's a PC concept, right? So have you ever heard of it? No. It's like, so the the most common example is you take like a, a, a black person and when they're with their white friends, they're, they have to act, you know, white. They have to be proper and they can't be black traditionally, whatever that is, right? They can't be black. They have to change their way they interact. So then when, when they're with their uh, back, black friends, then they code switch to that whatever their groups so they, are. Yeah, they act, they're reading the room and yeah. acting that way. And I always was just like, so you're just a person. Because <laughs> like everyone does that. Yeah. I mean, when I'm, if I'm at mom's work, surrounded by old people and, you know, geriatrics, which are the same thing, I'm a much more polite slow talking you know very nice and then if i'm with like younger energetic like palavra i'm a lot more urban and like hip to the new age terminology and stuff and it's not it's not that i change who i am at my core belief structure i just make it a little more appropriate for the environment that i think the reading the rooms and like that's literally the perfect way to explain it because like me Growing up, cuss words were a big thing in our family. You know, like we didn't say the F word, nothing like that, especially in front of grandma. Like grandma would slap your mouth. (laughs) But um, so like when I'm around other people's parents, like saying the F word is not a thing. So when I hear other people, like if I say hear them say it to somebody's mom, I'm like, oh, my God. (laughs) 
Read the room. <laughs> yeah. This is not the time <laughs> no. nor the place. Like, stay with your friends, totally fine. But, like, you go over to come over to my house and you're sitting there saying, like, oh, F this and F that. I'm like, excuse you? <laughs> <laughs> Are you kidding? Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, so before the we digressed, um, what was I talking about? The what? The camp. I before we digressed, like before we got off topic with the virtue signal. Oh, read the, the room. Yeah, the read the room stuff. Um, went to counseling. She was cool. Oh, she so she, she amps up. <laughs> she amps. She read the room well. And the thing that I really like about her is, um, a lot of times, I am running hypothetical conversations through my mind on how I think a interaction between someone else will go. Mm-hmm. Because I like to be kind of prepared for the different shoots that a topic can go towards. Um, so one of those, on the way over there, I was doing that, kind of preparing for the interaction. And uh, she went down one of the pathways that, like, was really important to me. That I, that essentially she anticipated the needs of uh-huh. what I really was hoping she was going to talk about. Um, and right when she did that, I was like, boom, she's the one. Mm. Like, she knows how my brain works. She just drew it on a piece of paper and like a roller coaster thing. And just everything she explained about why I get so crazy and why I've been kind of really low as of lately compared to before crazy, mm-hmm. it just all was perfect, man. It just hit, it hit it perfectly. Oh, that's good. Yeah. So we're not done yet, we're still <laughs> moving in a direction that's positive and i just love it that's good it, the counselor has been good smart bring back my smile yeah yeah seem happier i haven't seen you very much the past no couple of days. maybe that's why <laughs> maybe i'm the less problem. you <laughs> no i am not the problem less, <laughs> definitely less I'm you i'm the one that's gonna yell at you and tell you to stop it <laughs> get your um, shit. she gave Lindsay some good techniques too on Did you she? know when i get into my just my rants you know might be something that worked for Cody when he gets getting crazy, like singular focus, you know, is yeah. like, all right, Lindsay, when Mark's going and let him rant, because that is very therapeutic for mm-hmm. a mind like mine is I got to get it out or I just spin my wheels. Mm-hmm. But the problem is, is I get it out and then I spin my yeah. wheels after I get my first original thought out. And one thing that she told Lindsay is, Lindsay, when you see him doing this, um, I know it'll be a little tough at first, but get him to like, remember something, get him to tell you about that house in Ireland or like have him cook you verbally a, a meal, like use, get his brain out of his mind and into his body. Mm-hmm. So like, what did the, you know, what was, what was the taste of the, <laughs> hamburger from nah, the fucking <laughs> okay so for example what was like explain when you kissed the blarney stone like how cold okay. was it yeah um re- like how much were you shivering were your legs cold or mm. just your chest was cold you know did your ears hurt just get her to have me use every sense of my body so that i'm not in my head anymore i'm i'm feeling the cold yeah. on from that day because it was so sense. windy and it was cool. It was a really interesting concept, which because both me and Lindsay know it's coming, I can we can try it. <laughs> I can see you going. That's how we're talking. About I know, right and that's what I was getting <laughs> at. Is I need to not do that. Yeah, I need to try everything I can to have the exercise work. Well, it's like what I was telling you when, like, if we come up with, like, a code word or something, and it's like, if you hear me or Lindsay say that, it means you're, like, taking it too far or, like, you yeah. need to snap out of it. It's, it's kind tough, of the same though, thing. man. So, like, if you hear her say, like, what did kissing the Blarney Stone yeah. feel like? <laughs> you're going to be like, okay, that's the code word. <laughs> well, and that's all well and fine, except it's hard to get out of that yeah. rage spiral but it's i have a pretty smart brain so i have a well, feeling like the other day we when, can do it yeah um we were talking outside yeah i feel like we were able to talk it through to so you're not you weren't at like here you might have been like here <laughs> yeah but even coming down that one step really gives the kind of peace that someone with rage 
needs. Like we just need a second to breathe, to Mm -hmm. get away from our anger because the anger just takes over. Cause we just, we have no way of, you know, expressing it other than with our mouth Mm because you can't hurt people anymore. You can't, you know, like you have to be civilized in a civilized society, which is what we want. Um, but it leads to a lot of pent up crazy. Yeah. Peaches for me. All right. Peaches for me. That's enough about me and my <laughs> crazy. What else you got, Danielle? Um, could you imagine being, I think it's the Coast Guard. I don't know what they are, but when they're the Useless. people <laughs> who have to <laughs> I'm just kidding. jump on the submarines of the the drug people. Do you know what I'm talking about? Jump on the submarines of the drug people. Yeah, I saw a video the other day. Give me some backstory here. Yeah. Of these people in military outfits on a boat drive fly, fly driving. <laughs> what do you call it when you're in a boat? Driving? Sailing. When you're they're sailing next to them. Well, no, yeah. I'd be driving. You'd be boating. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so they were they're boating, cruising. They were cruising. Cruising next sure. to a submarine that wasn't all the way down, and they jumped onto the submarine, submarine. Fa- like knocked on the door, pulled it open because they're drug people, and so they're. Do you know what I'm talking? What about? What type of submarine are we talking about here? What ta- What do you mean? I mean, are we talking like a military Russian U two like big metal tube? Yeah. With a big metal stack that yeah. came out of it. And then there's a, they open it and then they pulled the people out. Holy crap. You've never seen that? I mean, I've seen a submarine. <laughs> I didn't know that drug dealers owned them. Yeah. I pictured like a ma- a homemade one. No, 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 no. So the, I'm pretty sure they're drug. It would have most likely been the Coast Guard. Yeah. So they in the go Navy up next or some to combination them, of it. And yeah. they jump on the thing. While it's moving in the ocean and there's water flying everywhere. Yeah. And they like knock on the door like crazy. And if they don't open it, they like somehow get in. But then they pull them all out in the middle of the ocean in the submarine. (laughs) I can't believe you've never seen this. I have seen the Coast Guard. Um Bring that shit up on your phone while I talk about this. Okay. Um make remember do the sync thing with the YouTube. So I have definitely seen the Coast Guard tackle boats and, you know, get drug dealers that way. Um, literally people floating in the middle of the ocean just holding on to drugs, like kicking them to Florida. Um, <laughs> I was unaware. <laughs> Wait, they do that? What? Oh, they, for, for real. A person will swim in the ocean? So from Cuba to Florida, not that far. Okay. In the grand scheme of far. Literally, they'll find people just clinging on to 55-gallon drums. Like this, not so much now, um, but especially back in the day when Cuba was, it's still pretty bad, but when it was way worse than it was now, like during Castro and stuff, Mm -hmm. people would do anything to get out of Cuba because the embargo, they couldn't technically come here, but there's some rule that once they like touch floor, like once they got on the ground, Uh it was like completely different some type of immunity or something happened so what a lot of cubans tried to do or other immigrants they would go through cuba and then very small and quietly like sail to florida wow yeah or hmm. the or that coast uh-huh. um so a big part of the coast guard and stuff is getting those people because a lot of times if they're not coming you know for help they're coming to hurt. Yeah. So they're either going to they have drugs with them or they have human trafficking and all kinds of bad shit, right? Yeah. So anyway, when they patrol these waters, that's what they're looking for. It's just some little guy holding on to a crate that has a bunch of cocaine in it, kicking his little ass Wouldn't over he to like Florida. Freeze? Something usually. A lot of times they die, but sometimes they don't. It's that's crazy, crazy, man. Yeah, there's that's crazy. It is. All right, so we got um, the video. Hold on. Do the Coast Guard deal with pirates? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Huh. They deal with a lot of that kind of stuff. Wow. The ghost, A lot of people give the Coast Guard a lot of shit because they're useless in the global thing. Um, I'm just kidding. They're act- they are. <laughs> Everyone serves a purpose, and it's why they exist. Mm-hmm. And the biggest thing, in my opinion, that the Coast Guard really does is rescues, right? They save yeah. a lot of people's lives. But also, they catch a lot of, like, drug and human traffickers mm-hmm. because... That's what they do. I feel like you don't hear about them a lot because they're in the ocean. Like, they're not here, like, on land. Yeah, and they're they're a little successful, too. So, like, Mm. because they're pretty good at it, 
and not a lot gets through, it's not really news. It's just what happens. Yeah, because then you get cool videos like this. Yeah, okay. so, all right, we got the U.S. Coast Guard storms narco submarine in huge Pacific. So hopefully so this... Oh, four and a there. half minute ad. Where is it? Oh. I don't know who this blonde bitch is, but get her out of here. All right. Okay, so they're on the boat. Okay, what kind of submarine we got here? Pull over. <laughs> so they're next to this boat. Okay, so this is like a small submarine. So, but also, why wouldn't they just sink? They might not have the capacity to. Okay. So if this is a homemade joint or like, you know, some type of, it looks very homemade. Professionally homemade, but homemade nonetheless. Are they speaking English? No. Okay. So, so this isn't the American? No, no, this is... This is not. But anyway, yeah. But there's an American flag on his helmet. Well, maybe they're just yelling in the uh, oh, the language, language. The native language. See, look, they literally jumped on this yeah. submarine in the middle of the ocean. Yeah. How fast do you think they're going? Mm, I'll say maybe 30 miles an hour. But in the ocean, like, that's, yeah. that's crazy. That's pretty quick. They're cruising, man. Isn't that wild? That is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Good, good call with the screen mirror. See, that's, that's good. what I was trying to tell you guys earlier. It's a lot easier. You literally just hit Smart View, and then everything, like, you can literally see everything that I do. Cody's young face. Yeah, like all of it. Cool. Yeah. Um, watch that web history. <laughs> uh, so, basically, we just watched a video. Um, these badass... They're Coast Guard. Yeah, Coast Guard military members um, swooping in on a submarine. Pretty cool looking submarine. Like, I feel like that you have to have some balls to be able to just jump off your boat and jump onto this thing in the middle of the well, ocean. That U.S. military, baby. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I it's mean, crazy. I barely much, even like boats. <laughs> these guys, that's what they signed up for. They signed up to do what they just did. So to them, they're just they're doing their job. Wow. That'd be wild though, man, because they're opening that thing. They got lucky, and his hands were up. What if yeah. it would have been met with a rifle? Bam. Yeah. Yeah, because they like they like gave up. Like you think if they well, were usually running. they because usually your only chance against America is to run, right? <laughs> yeah. If you don't, we're gonna win. We're gonna kill you, and it's just better to run or give up. Well, it made so, more sense that that you said that submarine was probably homemade or not homemade, but whatever. It wasn't ones that it wasn't dive like down. yeah, it wasn't a U boat. I was like, why wouldn't they just dive down and like go yeah. away from the boats? But that makes so much more sense. If now. it could, it could have just been a boat that's. You know, only capable of being low in the water. Right. So it's more for stealth, but it can't completely submerge for X, Y, Z. Because you got to remember. The pressure, probably. Well, not so much the pressure, because you can go under relatively, you know, low and not have that much pressure still. <laughs> Deep down, yeah, the deeper, deeper you go, the pressure becomes really crazy. Mm -hmm. But I mean, I've been, I've personally dove down to 220 feet. No. You know, and I just have to, as long as I equalize my ears, I'm good. So mm -hmm. if my little human ears can handle it, that little boat could go down 50 feet, 100 feet. So it could have been shallow, you know, because we couldn't see how True. close to land they were. Yeah. <clears throat> but I don't know. I just think they might not have had the mechanical ability to. Hmm. You know, I just, that was cool though, man. Wasn't that it? That was wild. Yeah. So do they do that to like pirate boats too? Like, are they just kind of over, like, they jump on there and overtake it, or? Or shoot them. <laughs> I mean, or they'll light them on fire, or they'll sink the boat. A lot of times, though, like I said, they really give up. Yeah, the, like, uh, the bad guys. They do fight back, and there has been, you know, instances of that. But for the most part, they just, they know it's over. Mm -hmm. Like, you're not going to win. Yeah. You have, I have a 50 cal machine gun on my just amazing american interceptor boat it's just it's so it's such an intimidation thing yeah no i see that yeah um shoot what was i just gonna say you know because those little boats they'll try to hijack a like those huge tankers that's what i was actually just gonna talk about yeah yeah and that's fine and dandy because it's not necessarily the size of the boat it's the ability of the people to fight back yeah you know so these huge tankers if there's guns on them maybe but it's like we could probably take them. They're just employees, you know. Yeah, just compared on the boat. to these are 
trained <laughs> military <laughs> members from America. <laughs> like, not only do they have body armor and automatic machine guns, they're good with them. When's the last time you went and trained? Yeah. It's been a minute, dude. <laughs> we probably should give up. I'm ready. I'm not ready for this. So, yeah. Huh. It'd be wild, man. That's a uh, that's a hard to go back to normal life type yeah. of job. Oh, yeah. Like, imagine that's your every day or your, your every other day. And then you have to go back and you work at, like, Kinko's. Yeah. No. Just, you go from that, like, a crazy adrenaline rush every single day to, yeah. Zerk. Yeah. <laughs> Now, can I get a hundred in high gloss? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Go. So how often do the pirates actually like overtake boats? Do you know? Like how often do they win? Yeah. I don't know. Because it happens every day, right? They're out there every day trying to overtake shit. I mean, there is. It's a whole like industry. Yeah. You know, pirates are real, man. <laughs> and they're coming for our cargo because there's huge money in it. So do they take the boat? They usually try to take the boat or they take like the contents of the boat. And put it on their little boat? <laughs> no, they'll just take it to some, because those boats all have GPS on them. The big ones? Yeah. So like if they stay with the boat too long, they're going to be dead. No, that's true. They'll be found. <laughs> you know, so you're going to lose because interceptors are incoming, right? Because the yeah. thing is, is the punishment has to be severe enough to deter people from doing it. From doing it. Yeah. And usually that means we're going to, you won't be around to do it again, <laughs> yeah. especially in the ocean. We're going to sink your boat and then we're going to save you. Save you. <laughs> and give you peace that you've never felt before. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. That'd be a good rething to look up. <laughs> we're, we're oh, working on um, a no Lindsay shows. Yeah. Lindsay's trying to step away from sitting here and just listening to us talk. It's not fun. No. So, but I mean, it's all good. No, no facts guaranteed. No, I try to Google while also listening and talking at the same time. Yeah. It's difficult. It is. Because she didn't even get to Google. <laughs> what was I going to Google? <laughs> the pirates, dumbass. How often? What should I Google? Um, how frequent do pirates... And then see what we get. Do puppies say see. goodbye? Do pirates attack ships? ships. Booyah. When wartime piracy has seen a decline. Oh, well, <laughs> wartime piracy has been a decline. That says merit. Maritime. Ma maritime. Maritime. You were saying wartime. Oh. <laughs> <clears throat> while maritime piracy has seen a decline since its height in 2010. The International Maritime Bureau, IMB, still records hundreds, hundreds of pirate attacks each year with just over 200 in 2008. So 200, that about every other day. Two, yeah. A little more than every other day. Sometimes two on Friday. <laughs> <laughs> they can squeeze in another, another pirate. That doesn't say successful attacks. Yeah, that's it just, just attacks. Because, I mean, an attack could be just as simple as them driving by and being like, pull over. <laughs> it's like, no, nah, it's a cardigan. Pull. Thanks. <laughs> you know. I can't pull over. I'm already pulled over. <laughs> so, and then they shoot them and then they take off. So, who knows? Mm. But that's still a lot. Yeah. So, they, like, to the big cargo ships, they pull up to the ladder, right? In the middle of the ocean going super fast and they jump yeah. on. And the, or they have hooks and they try to, like, hook and pull themselves yeah. up and stuff. But can you just, I feel... If I was on the boat that was being attacked, I would have to just laugh at the lunacy of it. It's like, are are we being attacked by pirates? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> are pirates really attacking us right now? Yeah, that would be wild, man. Yeah, I feel like if you just didn't get shot, just throw them over the boat. I feel like it's really easy to fall off of a boat. Well, you still got to fight. Just... No, man, because what if he grabbed your face and, like, brought you with? Oh. Lock and like, load, man, because as they're, you just shoot them. Yeah. Like, you're on a big-ass, it just. It's like right. Fortnite, you got the high ground. Fish <laughs> in a barrel. Literally fish in a barrel. Yeah. Huh. I don't know, this, everyone's got this whole life is precious thing. I don't know, man. If you're a pirate, you have, you are not a precious life. Could you imagine, I bet falling off that boat, like, you're going to die. Those big-ass cargo boats. <sighs> yeah. That's a huge fall for one into water and then in the middle of the ocean when it's those not boats like are they're... hauling ass. They can't just turn around and <laughs> come real. get you. No, for real. They can't just hit the brakes. So when we were on the cruise ship, many nights, I would 
Because we had a balcony room. Scarlett, lay down. Balcony room. Because we had a balcony room, um, you know, so we could see the water. And I could look down at the ocean and just the pure vastness of the sea. And uh, I would just sit there and just be like, what if I jumped off? Just what if I jumped off right now? And then I would just play it out in my head. Like, one, if anyone saw me, that then they'd come get me, sure. Probably get in trouble, a fine, all kinds of stuff. Um, maybe jail time. I hear it's a big deal if you fall off a boat. Fall off or jump off? Well, I mean, I would just, I fell off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Turbulence got me. Um, <laughs> it was a big wave. Yeah, big wave. Really big wave. Um, but then also just like, if no one saw me, I'm just floating. In the middle of the ocean. Floating in the ocean, in the dark. Oh. For days. And with no floaty. So and I, you yeah, would sink. I would sink. I would make it hour tops. Oh, I wouldn't even give you that. I've seen you in the pool. <laughs> I'd say, I'd, well, I could sink to the bottom and walk. Mark's a sinker. I'm a sinker. He I do not float. straight to the bottom. But, and that's the same idea, right? So say you're pirating some big cruise liner or whatever, and you fall off and no one comes and gets you. I feel like, but... The pirate boats, they can they can turn around a lot. If they liked him. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Do you think the cruise ships get attacked? No. Why? You think because they they're get all overrun own, by people? They're all own they're all um that one. They wouldn't have enough people to Because it's like six pirates boat. against and it thousands. Yeah. <laughs> thousands of people. Yeah. They just got all run out of them at once. Yeah. People Compared to the cruise ships. Don't care to get shot first in front. Or the cargo ships, they would be more... I think there's like maybe 10, 12, 20 Employees. at the most on those boats. Mm. Probably not even that many. Many. <laughs> you know a lot of cruise ships are not controlled by humans? I'm sorry. <laughs> what? <laughs> They're just boat drones out there delivering cargo. So they boat drones, boat drones. Yeah. So essentially it's just boats that are going without any people. It's like a drone. I don't know if they're complete, if they're real or if they're being produced. I think Rolls Royce is doing something with them, but I don't know if that would be a good or a bad thing because now you got nobody there to defend against the pirates. Yeah, exactly. They would just come and unless you had robots. Or like if you just electrified everything. Like Tony Stark robots. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I just know pirates are real. And not a lot of people talk about them. No. They do a lot of human trafficking stuff, too. Yeah. Pirates I, do. I could see that. Yeah, man. It's wild. Yeah. World's, world's... Pirates are underestimated, I guess. Don't never underestimate pirates. <laughs> They're real. They have been around forever. When was the pirate era, you think? 1400s? Yeah, a long time ago. 1100s? 900s. You're asking the wrong person. I know. The wrong person. Um... Anyway, that's enough about pirates. What else do we have? No, I don't know, but something just popped in my head. You know how, like, some people are, like, really scared of clowns? Yeah. What's something clown-related that you're scared of? Clown-related? Like, how, like, <laughs> how Probably somebody could be... inappropriately by them. <laughs> ...be afraid of the look of a clown. What's, like, a look of something that you're afraid of? So something that just visually spooks me. Yeah, so like Re like Reagan Spider and webs. Casey are both afraid of clowns. So when they see a clown on TV, that's super scary to them. Which is so interesting. Yeah, so like I don't even know what mine would be. I mean cobwebs. Yeah. Yeah, any place that looks like a spider could sneakily land on the back of my neck. Mm. Yeah. Oh, I just figured out what mine is. What? Small children as ghosts in scary movies. They are the scariest. Like, adult-sized ghosts for some reason, like in horror movies and stuff. Why? I don't know, but it's something about... You can pun a kid. Ooh, no, not a ghost kid. I mean, at least you... you can... All right. They just so... look so much... They look so creepy. Cringy creepy. Do you think it's because kids look creepy? <laughs> and then they're just creepier... <laughs> No, because real life children don't creep me out at all. But if you make them. <laughs> them in a ghost form, yeah, they're creepy. Huh. See, and those are probably my least favorite horror ghosts is the kids, kids ones. Ugh, I'm just like, get out of here. They just stupid ugh, kid. They're so creepy. Like they who who allows you to be so upset? The little kid. Like you don't the know, ghost man. Ghost kid? You don't you don't got any real problems. 
the you died game. early. You got to <laughs> miss out on all the bullshit. Yeah, but now they're stuck here. That's why they get mad. That's why the ghosts haunt and attack people because they get mad because they're stuck here. Well, move on. <laughs> they can't. They're stuck. <laughs> they haven't. They can't get to the whatever the hell it's called. So watch, how come they get stuck? Watch Supernatural. Because they don't go with the Reaper. Well, then the Reaper failed at his job. So in Supernatural, when you die, your body goes to the in-between, and that's where the Reaper meets you, and that's when they can see their body, and they're like, why did I die? What happened? And then the Reaper says this why, and then come with me, and we'll go to heaven. And then they'll stay and fight because they want, they feel like they can come back or they don't, they're in denial that they actually died. So then they get stuck mm. in the in-between and they're there for eternity. So then they go crazy. They, and get they all start pissy. attacking. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, you made the choice. <laughs> exactly. You should have left, man. <laughs> I then... could see that making you crazy though, but it's not like they're alone. They can see other ghosts. Well, yeah, you but... can have friends, go play some <laughs> Shanasta. But the, the reason why they don't leave is because they don't want to leave their loved ones. So it'd be like a family member who doesn't want to leave or a husband who doesn't want to leave his wife and kids. And so he stays and watches them grow up and yeah. the wife moves on to a new husband. Like he witnesses all watches of this. Banging. <laughs> yeah. Whore. And that's what makes them go crazy <laughs> yeah. is because they're witnessing all of it, but they're not actually a part of it. Tucker, two weeks. <laughs> Not even cold yet. <laughs> She's already jumping on Carl. Oh, Carl. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. Being a being a ghost would be cool until it wasn't. I would go crazy immediately. But you could just do so much. <laughs> well, not in Supernatural, no, though, because in attached. Supernatural, you're anchored. So yeah. imagine if you were just a ghost, right? You're like, damn, I'm not ready to move on yet, Reaper, get. <laughs> but you're not stuck. So you, like, watch your funeral, which is, I would love to watch my own funeral. It's yeah. the only time in your whole life where everyone you know takes the time to tell you that they care about you. Uh -huh. So, like, what a great thing to be able to watch. So I'd be like, all right. It'd be sad, or I'd be like, man, no one's here. <laughs> you know, but I think it'd be cool. So you'd see your funeral, and then you'd probably hang around your family for a little bit. But then, once you got bored... You know, like, hey, yeah. Danielle, yeah, and I'm just trying and I can't get a hold of anybody. Well, then I would get bored and then I would I'd travel. I feel I would feel like I'd move along. Yeah. And I would want to see everything. I'd walk inside of a bank vault. <laughs> just be like, this doesn't look anything like the movies. You <laughs> yeah. know, I like I would do all the things that were impossible to do as a human, as a human. I'm sure I would peep a little bit. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> But that'd get boring, too. I mean, you could only see boobs for so much and not do anything. And be like, well, okay. But I don't know. I would see the inside of the White House. I would do any, everything, and then after all of that, because that would take you a lifetime. So 100 years pass. You're still a ghost floating around. Can't really do anything anymore. Then I think that's when you would figure out how to start messing with people. <laughs> Yeah, like moving things. Yeah, moving things. And then you just kind of take a part-time job at a haunted house and... <laughs> You know, find a nice little ghost wife to settle down with. And... Oh, my God. That's what's really happening. <laughs> and then you just, all right, honey, I'm off. There looks like some campers. And you just fuck them and then, or fuck around. <laughs> and, you know, you would just mess with the campers and then go back. And it would just be, that's how life would be. No ghost rape. <laughs> yeah, not, uh, no, you would fuck with the campers. <laughs> Oh, man, it was the wrong one today. You said you're going to be home before seven. Get off me, dead woman. Yeah, like that. I mean, that's just that's how it go. Oh, the ghosts are fighting. Yeah, because that <laughs> I was continuing the oh the narrative. Gotcha. Yeah, it'd be crazy. <laughs> I would leave, though, I think. Yeah. I really don't think I could stay and watch everybody. Well, it'd on. be so boring. You would just be in here playing Fortnite. <laughs> Mom and dad be in there watching TV. Mom would cry all the time. All the time. You know, it just, it would, why would I stay here? He'll <laughs> bum me out, man. Yeah. I would like steam up the, the mirror and just be like, later. <laughs> <laughs> and you'd just draw the middle finger. For real. And I would just, and then a heart. And then I think that would be like, oh, Mark's not doing okay. And then, <laughs> then I'd be gone, man. I'd be oh, off on my ghost my journey. 
That would be crazy. Yeah. Could you imagine getting out of the shower and your mirror's all steamy <laughs> and someone draws on your... I would cry. I would be so scared. Oh, God. No, it would... I think I would do the whole close my eyes, like rub my eyes thing and just go, what the... Like, I would want to know what's happening. What would you do? So say you were in our hall bathroom because if the door's open, you can see... In the mirror, you can see directly out the door yep. into the hallway. If you were in the bathroom and you were standing in that mirror and there was a person behind you and you turned around and that person was not there, what would you do? I'd probably run for my life. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> like, I don't know. I would immediately put my fists up. <laughs> and I don't know. I think I would chalk it up to seeing stuff. So, like, if that only happened. Yeah. Nah, it would shake me to my core, for sure. <laughs> like, but legit like, see a person like someone was standing directly behind you. How long did I look at him for? Couple seconds. Like, a good, Ooh. like, one, two, what the fuck, so and like, he's gone. Enough to go. <gasps> enough to, around. like, comprehend that yeah. someone's behind me. Yeah. Not like a blink, like a... What? Oh, man, I would turn around so fast, I'd probably kink my neck. <laughs> and I would be like... Boom! Because at first my head wouldn't go to supernatural; it would go to someone's. Someone's there. Yeah, and then I would like probably look for them for a while, and then I'd be like, "What the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck? I know I saw something. I know it." And I'd call everybody. Now I'm gonna be super scared to walk down the hallway. (laughs) That's exactly what I would do. I'd call everyone and say, "Man, someone's in the house," or "I just saw a ghost. I'm freaking out." That's exactly what I would. Well, that happened to Cody. I'm pretty sure I told you that story where. He was standing, so same thing, door goes right out to the hallway. He was standing right by the bed, and Jensen was right next to him. And Cody swears he saw a just a body. So it would be essentially like if you were walking down the hallway with your shirt off into this room. The silhouette. Like that. No, that's what he saw was it looked like a dude with oh. a shirt off. Like That's why he was like, is, is, I'm pretty sure he yelled your name. He was like, Mark? Because he thought it was you walking down and the hallway with your he? shirt off in the room. Like in bed, look like... No, he was standing in the middle of the room. Yeah. I think he was walking, actually, from the bathroom to the bedroom. So that's why I was like, are you sure you didn't, like, see your reflection in the mirror, in the window, this window? Yeah. And he was like, no, Danny, that door's shut. Like, it, you, there's no reflection of me here at all. <laughs> and, but where I, right when he saw it, Jensen also stood up and barked in the out the door. That's huh. the only reason why it freaked me out was because Jensen also reacted and so, you sure it wasn't me? Yeah, well, I'm sure because Cody immediately ran in here and was like, Mark, Mark, yeah, and then yeah. like ran into the kitchen and said the same thing and you were nowhere to be found. And I'm pretty sure I messaged you and I said, Mark, did you just come in the house? <laughs> no. But I'm just sitting in bed and Cody's looking at me. He's like, Danny, I am not kidding. Even Jensen saw it. Yeah, it was trippy. Do you I believe in anything, ghosts? Um, we might have talked about yeah, this. Yeah, we did. But just refresh my memory. I... Oh, yeah, the energy and stuff. Yeah, yeah, give or take. I believe, yeah, the energy, but I also believe that we imagine, like, we imagine it because we want to see it. good at it. That's yeah. right. <laughs> I just, but I would. situations l- like that, yeah. But dogs also feed off of our energy, though. Yeah, but dogs are, like, there's also, a, like, a saying or a thing that dogs can see spirits is what they say. Yeah. So, like, perfect example, my coworker Abby, she's the sweetest girl in the world. And Jensen grew up with her. Like, originally, when he, when I brought him home, she was working there. And so he knew her and everything, loved her. And then she went away to college for the year and then came back for summer. And Jensen now does not like her at all. He'll growl at her, he'll bark <laughs> at her. Like, Nothing has changed about her. She's the same sweet person she always has been. But so I tell her all the time, I said, when you went to college, you must have got a demon on your back. Because Jensen can see it and he doesn't like it. That's wild. Yeah. Super weird. So nothing else changed about her. No. New perfume? (laughs) Maybe. I don't know. (laughs) It's just the weirdest thing. But it also doesn't make sense because another one of my coworkers, Lauren, she was there. Same exact thing. Left for school, came back. Jensen was so excited to see her. Huh. So there's, I don't, there's definitely evil out there, man. And whether it's, you know, kind of like an energy echo, maybe somebody, maybe one day when I was coming in here all pissed and huffy, I just imprinted that negative energy right there. And 
Cody happened to be on that right brain frequency that he picked up the shadow or the echo of what happened before. I mean, I believe that kind of stuff is totally possible. But Jensen also. Same deal. Yeah. Same deal. And then Cody's or Jensen's tuned into Cody. So it's just this whole thing, man. We're all connected. <laughs> We're all connected. Yeah. Everything we do produces energy in some form or fashion. Mm-hmm. I am radiating heat <clears throat> right now. And that's just Mark oozing out into the world, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and it's all transfer. So just that's wild to think about, man. Yeah crazy yeah because i love horror movies i love scary stuff i love everything about it um i just i can't believe it until i see it yeah well like even that situation i have never felt like this house was haunted no. in any way whatsoever i've but, lived here literally my whole entire life all the dogs go crazy here though man maybe we got like <laughs> i don't i think i could believe that our previous dogs are haunt or here yeah <laughs> so i do remember one time when i was younger when Reba had passed. She, I remember hearing her footsteps down the hallway. <laughs> and I, because I was laying in bed because it was very distinct. She's very little. She was Jack Russell. So she had little steps. It's kind of like when Desi walks down the hallway. Yeah. Um, but I swear. And I was like, that was not because at the time I think we had uh, Billy. Same no, Renard. No, it was the other labs, wasn't it? Oh, it was Duke. Duke? Yeah, our yellow lab, Duke. And William? No, William and Bonnie were gone when yeah. we had Duke. Yeah. Um, but so he has a big yellow lab, so his footsteps were completely different. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's trippy. I don't know. Maybe you're tuned into that, you know, a little bit more spiritual level. I don't know. Well, that's like the only things I've ever like. And I honestly think it was because I could have been missing her and yeah. I wanted to hear her footsteps. You just heard it clickety clackety. Yeah. Clickety clackety clickety clackety. Well, huh. Well, Danielle, <laughs> we've been under the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> we've been to the spirit world and back i think it's time for us to get out of here yeah i think we got it we got her we we fed her <laughs> <laughs> we fed that cow all right you guys keep listening we'll see you on the next one peace, peace out. out girl scout yep